Okay, so to sync up this audio file to your DVD or Blu-ray, I'm shortly going to ask you to pause this audio, and then you're going to start watching your DVD or Blu-ray, and as soon as the little atomic monster guy lands on the ground, that's when you un unpause this sound file. Make sense? Okay, so pause this audio file in 3, 2, 1, now. Alright, I'm David F. Sandberg. And I'm Lotta Lohsten. And this is an unofficial commentary track for Lights Out. Yeah. So, this first shot here is actually on the Warner Brothers lot. So that's, uh, yeah, the, their transportation department or something, that house. Uh, but th the story behind this film is something we've talked a lot about, but it's pretty much every filmmaker's dream because it started with us making a little no-budget short back home in Sweden. And that went viral online. Overnight and, or a weekend, yeah. Yeah, and we started getting contacted by all these people in Hollywood who wanted to, you know, make a movie out of Lights Out. And that was not the plan when we made the short film. It was It was for a competition, an online competition, and... We didn't really think anything else would come of it. We wanted to make shorts to show the Swedish Film Institute that we could make movies with no money, and maybe we could get a grant from them from them to make another bigger movie. But Hollywood <laughs> caught us before anything like that happened. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing how what can come of just a two and a half minute short, and it it was it's been quite a journey, and it wasn't always easy because i mean i i've never directed a movie before i've never even i'd never even been on a film set before so you know we we have both had to just fly over to the united states and and, and just be thrown right into this yeah and like here is my hollywood debut i had never done any movies except for the ones with david i've done theater before so this was this was exciting that day was strange and exciting. It, it wasn't always... Uh, this wasn't always the plan, though, because originally, when I wrote sort of a treatment for the film, there was this social worker named Emma, who's yeah. still in the movie. Uh, and at one point, we were thinking that Lotta would play Emma. Yeah, and that character was in was in the scary parts as well. It was in the house. Because she, she got killed at, yeah. at one point. Yeah, because we thought... I I lived in all the shorts maybe we could just kill me in the movies but <laughs> then that character changed so much in the script and we were scared of saying something because what if we demand too much for now and then nothing will get made so we thought we will take it easy and then we will make sure i'm in the movie in some way yeah so at one point we uh we were thinking about having you as one of the cops yeah in the end yeah because like they are in the scary parts and that would that was necessary, important for us, it felt like. Yeah. Um, but but the studio was like, they didn't really see you as, as a police officer. <laughs> no. Uh, no, so we, we basically came up with just, hey, let's do kind of what the short was, recreate the short almost. Yeah. And have that at the beginning of the, of the film. Yeah, we wanted it to be very clearly that it actually is a feature based on the short and that would have been not as clear if I wouldn't have been in it. And it would have felt really strange for me coming all this way for a project that we we did together and not be part of it. So it was it was important. Yeah. And yeah. 
And Billy Burke here, this the opening scene was actually the last thing shot on the film. So he wasn't actually cast. Because this movie came together so quickly, uh, you know, like Maria Bello and Billy Burke, they weren't cast until weeks into shooting. Uh, so, yeah, everything just moved so fast on this. Like, we... You know, we, we uploaded the short. The short went viral online. In March. Spring uh, 2014. Yeah, in March, mid-March. And then, you know, Hollywood started calling and there was all these... There was a lot of talk back and forth. And I, you know, with agents and producers and, and studios. And, yeah, and who knew what we could trust at that point? Yeah, right? We, yeah, we, we, we didn't know. know if this was actually a real thing, something that was actually going to happen. But then in... in uh, yeah, it was March... 2015 uh so, yeah. so exactly a year later was when we got the call that yes the movie's actually happening can you get on a plane and 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 be here next week yeah and I, I had i had a job <laughs> i had to quit my job and everything and i had talked to them for months before like something is happening in hollywood i might have to leave for a while but I don't really know how long and I don't know when. So can I get time off work someday, sometime? So they knew that something would happen, but when it's when it did happen, it was very fast. And I'm very happy that they let me leave so quickly. Yeah, and it was just still a huge gamble because it was like everyone was like the movie's happening but it wasn't officially greenlit no and so we you know we weren't getting paid or anything <laughs> so we had to so the, the the studio paid for the flight over and they paid for like a week of uh, in a hotel yeah but then we had to you know find a place to live and and like we, we borrowed as much money as we could from from our families and because you know we been didn't have that much money no we didn't have we didn't have anything really. No, because when this, when I was contacted by you know agents and managers, they were like, "Can you fly over here? Because we want to introduce you to all these people and set you up for meetings and stuff like that." And it was like, "No, like I'm I'm, I'm broke. Like we can't <laughs> fly anywhere." But we did come here in November. We they the producer paid for a for a trip here in November. Yeah, so so we could two meet weeks. Uh, yeah November two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, so we we got to meet the studio and like James Wan and, and Eric Heiser, the writer and producer Lawrence Gray and everyone. Uh, but it was still like we didn't know if is this a real thing? Like we couldn't be sure of it. So we yeah. were still sort of making little plans back home in Sweden. We even had a plan of, of doing uh, yeah a feature film, a feature <laughs> yeah. film just, just the, the two, two of us. us. Yeah, we uh, just yeah like the short films started off with. Just the two of us, just because we didn't, we were, it was only the two of us. But then it became sort of a sport, like, what can, how much can we do, just the two of us? So it would be fun to make a feature film once, one time. Yeah. Just the two of us. But Maybe we could have pulled it off. Yeah, I, I think know. so. <laughs> so this is the first thing we shot in the film. Yeah. Which I think was a little bit of a mistake, just because it's the first time we see these characters. And like, you know... They had barely met, you know, Teresa and Alexander. And, like, I, you know, my first ever time on a set directing. So, yeah, it was a bit, you know, awkward and weird. So, I, I felt like maybe we should have shot that 
later on when people had sort of gotten to know each other. And, yeah. yeah. I was there that day as well, of, of course, because it was your first day and that was just, it was insane to see that. Yeah, just, it's so many people and it's yeah. such a huge, I mean, this is still a small, this was a $5 million movie, which is small in, in Hollywood studio terms. They basically don't get much low, any lower in budget than that. But it was still so many people and just, you know, the whole base camp and catering yeah. and, uh, yeah, it was pretty intimidating. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was really lucky in that we got these professional, really good actors that yeah. made life a lot easier for me as a first-time director because, yeah, there was a lot to think about. <laughs> but it was cool to see you there because this is what you wanted for forever and it was cool to see that because you know what you're doing you know what you want it took a few days before everybody else kind of trusted that i think yeah but you you've you've always known what you want yeah but it was a lot of i just put this huge pressure on myself because it was like this is my one shot <laughs> in hollywood like if i mess this up that's it so it's like everything has to be good and like there's yeah, and, and I didn't know what to expect. So yeah. I, I tried to prepare as much as I could with like storyboards and, and, uh, yeah. And we were, we went to that, and... to that apartment the weekend before and just you walked around yeah. in your head. And I was sitting with your assistants talking to them while you were walking around the apartment, like talking to yourself and <laughs> really being in your head. Yeah, just figuring focused. out where to put the camera and everything. Yeah. And then I made all these shot lists and we showed up on the day. And people hardly even looked at him, <laughs> which was like, uh, because th there was a, a bit of friction in that, uh, you know, I'd never been on a film set before. And I was now working with these professional, this professional crew who had worked on really big budget movies. And I, I think there was a little bit of sense of like, oh, we're this new guy, you know, we, we just, we're kind of doing him a favor by even being here. So uh, that 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 was hard, and and yeah. there, there was a little, some arguments there. And I think also you aren't so very you aren't flashy. Is that kind of the right word to use? Well, I'm you kind aren't of flashy an introverted with, nerd. Yeah, but with what you know, so you you show what you know, and you don't really say what you know. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. and people here aren't really used to that. They they think people who know things will. <laughs> Will, will stuff it in your throat, yeah, no, sort maybe of. Maybe I don't really take command. And th that was something that... But I mean, more like, I don't think people here are used to new directors knowing so much that you you actually do know a lot of things. And they weren't really expecting that. And it took a few days, and it took for you to get a little angry with them. <laughs> and yeah. and like, Which is rare for me. I'm super rare. rare. And I was kind of happy when I heard that. Like, yes! <laughs> Go, David's anger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and after that, it felt like, okay, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, but it was still like, you know, all those shot lists that I prepared never... I mean, at, at first, like, people didn't hardly even looked at him. And then we sort of got along better. And then people were looking at him. But they still didn't happen. Because, you know, once you're on set, then for various reasons, either it's like... Either there's a, a technical reason or you're out of time... So you, you, you can't do what you had planned or you come up with something better. So yeah. it's like 
a lot of preparation for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Here's Gabriel Maria. Yeah, I think this was one of her first Yeah, the first scene was, yeah, consider. Yeah, that, that's yeah. later on, I think. Was that the very first? Right. That was the very first in the, in the doorway. Th yeah. This was the very first idea I had for Lights yeah. Out. Um, and that was a Swedish movie that you thought to make. Yeah, it was originally a, yeah, an idea for a different movie. We're just having this kid wake up in the middle of the night because his mom is talking to someone in the dark. And, um, yeah, it, it all sort of came from that idea. Yeah. Wasn't that one you actually <laughs> submitted to the Swedish Film Institute and they turned down? No, not that one. Not that one. Uh, that was a different one. Yeah, and here we have... There's a thing that doesn't really make sense. Like when she peeks around the corner, it's like gets dark. Uh, it's like darkness comes with her, which I guess doesn't really make sense with her mythologies. Like she can't really bring I, what? darkness with her. When is this? Did I miss that? Have I you seen know, this movie she, ten times? Yeah, not well, seen well when she peeks out around the corner, it gets the, the room sort of gets swallowed oh, up in darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but the way that happened was actually when we were shooting that scene. A crew member walked in front of the light, so it got all dark. And I was like, hey, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Let, let's do that. And I, I think, yeah, when James James Wan saw that, he was like, so how does that work? And I was like, well, it's, it's just cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that one of the first things you just changed on set as well? I was there that day, I, rem I remember. Maybe. Because it mm. felt like, oh, you can do those things that you love with the short films. Because when we do the shorts, it's like we change things overnight or yeah. like at the second. Uh, but in Hollywood, it's harder to do that. But for that scene, you could see that it was yeah, possible. Yeah, you can actually do. Yeah. This day, I was so yeah. depressed. It was the worst day, right? Yeah, because like the night before, you know, I, I came home from a 15-hour shoot and home being the garage in Burbank that we rented because <laughs> it's like that, that's what we could afford so this windowless garage and I came home just you know after a long day of arguments and, and things not going well and I just started crying yeah and I have never seen you cry before. yeah that was the first time I yeah. the only time I think I've yeah. cried in front of you uh and that because it was just so so much just the, the pressure I put on myself and just yeah. the so much new stuff so you know, the day when we came in and shot this people were sort of asking me like are you all right because they were they, they could see that i was just i mean i was nearly like suicidal and i was like feeling that i don't want to make movies anymore which was you know that that's been my goal my entire life yeah so to suddenly feel like Oh, I, I don't actually like this thing that I, I want to do. Yeah, that was so hard to see for me as well. And being like, I couldn't be on set 15 hours or I could, but that would be just yeah, insane. Who would want to? Who would want to? Yeah. So I came in every other day uh, and I I was I was thinking about you so much during the days. Like, how is he feeling right now? What is going on? Um how is i hope he has a good day today and i could see like you almost wanting to give up and i just i i remember trying to like remember you have these things going on and you will get out of it and yeah. it will get better and i yeah, it was tough well, well one of the things that sort of 
kept me going and, and not lo- losing hope entirely was the fact that we'd made these shorts together. Yeah. And I loved doing that. So it's like, no, filmmaking doesn't have to be this grueling, stressful experience. It can actually be fun. Yeah, and that's the thing that we've been saying all along. Like, if this is getting too hard or just not fun anymore, we can always go back to making the shorts and we will continue making shorts together and we can make like a feature just the two of us. We, that is a possibility. And like, I think, was it after that day? I think it was good that the people saw that you were affected by it because they were treating you better after that, I think. And and maybe that was the turning point because things did get better and better after that. And, And like by the when the movie was done, it was almost like, you know, I kind of want to do this again. Yeah. It was crazy, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fun for me to see that. Like, I knew all along. I knew you would turn around after a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And here here they are in the, the Volvo, of course, which is not just chosen because it's Swedish and we wanted to, like, put Swedish things in there. Like, there's some posters in our her apartment with Swedish words on them. But also because that goes with Brett's character. Like, I wanted to have this guy who wasn't what you thought he was. Because, you know, Rebecca, who doesn't want any commitment, you know, when she met him, she thought, oh, he's this rocker dude. He's not going to want commitment. But he's actually a very uh, sort of committed and very safety conscious guy. So he drives a Volvo and he's yeah, very... Yeah, he has colorful socks. That is a cute thing as well. He's not as punk rock or... Yeah, as yeah, and then as he wants to be. You know, in the end, he he does the unexpected as well, and does the the right things that you don't see in a horror movie. You know, like he he runs away, he gets the cops, and then yeah. Uh, so that that's a and and that was a, a big sort of revelation to find out just how many questions you have to answer and how many choices you have to make as a director because it's all this like what kind of car does this guy drive what kind of bag does martin have when he comes home from school what kind of shovel does rebecca grab in the basement and like the just the shovels to give you like here's five different shovels which one do you want and it's like oh i want the handle of this one and the sort of whatever that's called the metal thing from this one and it's like so many choices and that, that was something that the studio told me beforehand yeah. that you're going to get a million question questions and just answer them right away. Don't let them pile up. Like even if you, you're not entirely sure, just give people an answer. And then if on set you realize that it's the wrong thing, we can just change it then, but don't let people wait. No. Um, yeah. And, and here's one of those things that changed um, on the day because Originally, Martin was going to look into this door once, it, like he does. And he was supposed to see like the shadow of Diana sort of lurking in, in the darkness, sort of waiting for him, like in a mirror or uh, something like that, to just have it more of a creepy thing. But then on the day, like we couldn't make that work with a mirror and get that right. So it's like, oh, we have to come up with something else. So it was just like, all right, let's just have a run up and slam against the door, which is like a cheap jump scare but you know it's one of those things people jump though and i don't know if they have that much of a problem with it i I do think it's kind of cool when she walks backwards like that because it looks like she sort of disappears and it looks like she moonwalks i like that as well (laughs) yeah she's cool like that yeah (laughs) um 
this was fun to shoot. Like we had, yeah. we shot with two cameras when they were sort of arguing so they could improvise a little bit. And Maria had like a tendency to swear. So there were like lots of fucks in there. And <laughs> we were like, yeah, we don't know if, if we wanted PG-13 or R-rated. So maybe, you know, maybe not swear in, in all the takes. Um, but they, they work really well as mother and daughter because yeah. they kind of look like mother and daughter. I love that scene when he comes down and he's ready. <laughs> and the, the elephant stuff on the TV. I, I don't know who picked that out. Elephant? I guess they found... There's like a nature documentary or something on the TV in the background. I've never seen that. I look at them. <laughs> well, Lawrence hated that. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah is. the producer. Because I don't know who picked that out. It was just like on the day. It was like I guess it was something they had the rights to, so we could use. So they like all right, just put the elephant thing there. And, and <laughs> Lawrence was like, "Why is she watching elephants? Like, <laughs> Why know. not? It's a big interest of hers." Yeah. And um, yeah, her apartment. We actually got for free because uh, there's the Swedish word. Slekt. That means lights out in Swedish. Yeah. It, it's insane because when I found out like, yeah, the budget is going to be $5 million. You think you can do anything because it's like so much money. Yeah. And then we you, did things with no money at all. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get here and it's like, no, that's actually pretty tight. Like you're going to have to cut this and loose this. And it, it was tight. And that this apartment... We got for free because it it's like an empty building owned by the city. So we could use as as long as we just paid for like a security guard, they let us use it to shoot for free. I think and uh, yeah, it was also funny because I picked this apartment because I wanted her to live in like a busy part of town, and I figured that you know at night you would see all these cars and stuff going by outside. Um, but then I found out that no, we were, we were actually going to shoot this movie day for night. So they just put black, uh, on the window on the outside so you can see anything. So that the whole point of that went away, the whole point of the location, because now instead there was so much traffic noise because all day there were cars just going past and buses and people talking and it was just a nightmare for sound. Yeah, but, you had to stop a lot of the times as well. Like, oh, yeah. here comes a fire truck. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but they cleaned up a lot of it. But it was kind of funny because then when we got into sound editing, the sound guys put in, like, <laughs> the sound supervisor we had at first, we just didn't have the same sort of sensibility because he, he was, like, he was afraid of uh, quiet. So whenever people weren't talking, there would be like a dog barking or a car horn going off in the background. And, and, and with scares, there would be this sort of sucking noises leading up to them, which gave everything away. Uh, that's a CGI tattoo sign, by the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, it ended up with him getting fired, which was so weird because I've never been in a position to, to have someone get fired before. It's just you and your, your apartment. Yeah, apartment. And, I, and I felt like like shit. But, it, you know, in this business, it, it seems that since it's project-based, people seem to get fired all the time. Uh, so it doesn't seem like a big deal. But it was just like, you know, he was wasting his time 
cutting all these sounds and then I was wasting time just go rejecting everything and so yeah we had to get another sound guy but then know. it turned out great it did yeah you but did it was, well. yeah and this scene yeah yeah this we've done so much in the di because this was the thing with the the, the dp was like he was a, a little afraid to go as dark as i wanted to because you know he was like it, it, like I get that argument as well that it's better to have a lot of information there and take it down later but he was I think he went a little too overboard because this scene originally looked like it was in broad daylight like when it got dark you saw everything yeah and then Diana wouldn't even be there right because yeah that's it just the it, it whole idea yeah but in, in in the di we managed to just bring it down to this. Uh, so, so there's like a lot of animation in the DI when it goes from red to to that light going out to just yeah, I think, because I there, think there wasn't Hollywood, any difference. That that, no. that, that that was the big thing that yeah. once the red lights came on, there wasn't any different in, in the brightness in the room. It was just a little redder. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, like Diana would be there all the time or not at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. So that that was some of the initial <laughs> friction, sort of with with the DP of. But I think that it's a Hollywood thing as well, right? Like the the Hollywood darkness is always yeah, a bit light blue light, and, yeah. yeah. So I think I think that might be a bit of a European thing as well, wanting it to be dark when it is dark. Yeah, but Mark, the the DP, he did get it then. But yeah. I, at first, it was like when we were shooting that scene that you just saw, and and she was sort of scratching at the floor there. You know, he he was pointing at the monitor, saying like, I, I can't tell what that is. And I would tell him that, yeah. well, that's the point, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's the same in the short film. You, you're not supposed to see straight away what it is there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's scarier yeah. when you don't know what you're dealing with. Yeah, and that's why I turn the light off and on so many times, because I'm not sure. <laughs> I love this reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is, is a Andy Osho, by the way, who's uh, British. a British comedian, yeah. actually. She's also... So, so if you're British, you've probably seen her on, on TV on like panel shows and stuff like that. And but yeah, she does a great American accent. And... Yeah, and that is the that is the part that yeah. we kind of thought of for me at first. But it was very different, of course. Yeah, and it uh, wouldn't have suited me in the end. I think it suited Andy so much better for yeah. what it turned out to be in the script. Yeah, because yeah. It, it, I mean, the very first sort of idea I had, Emma was actually a neighbor. A neighbor, yeah. A neighbor Coming to, to the help. mom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of a concerned neighbor, but yeah, that that de developed into a social worker, and then she wasn't available as much, and then she wouldn't be in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit scary for me actually when everything had changed and we didn't dare to say anything. It's like. Am I even going to be in this movie? Yeah. I mean, th there was a lot of that. Like, we like yeah. we can't demand too much because then they, you know, might just say, well, then there's no movie. And like, oh, fuck. We yeah. had a chance at Hollywood and we asked for too much. Yeah. Now, after we, we have realized we could have asked for more. But nobody knew that it would be <laughs> turning out so well. Nobody, of course, nobody would be sure that this feature by... A nobody director really could turn into this no. great thing. Nobody knew, of course. So this is something ask something people ask us. Did it tore on you? Like, did you argue a lot about it? And I don't think. 
I don't think it's possible to argue about those things. Of course, you could be a bit sad or disappointed, but nothing that doesn't change anything. The only thing that we try to do is change for the future, like uh, decide yeah. that in the next movie we make based on a short film, I'm going to be more involved because it is a partnership when we make the short films. And that is something that we need to fix for the future. And I'm not sad about how Lights Out turned out. I'm I'm quite happy with it, actually, because Lights Out was my very first part, part in English. I have never done anything in English before. And it was really hard on set to even get the words to feel like they were my own. And I've done a lot of work on that after, but... When Lights Out happened, I would never have been ready for that. By the way, this shot yeah. was all in camera. That's not CGI. So there was a bunch of grips just standing by the windows ready to cover them on cue. Yeah, I love that scene. It's so it's so good. Yeah. It feels like you're sunking, sunk, sinking, <laughs> sinking into a black hole. Yeah. Now I'm watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> no. How many times have you seen this now, David? A <laughs> uh, hundred, probably <laughs> more. I, that, that's the thing. Like I've, you know, you, you in the past, you know, I've read about people who work in film, and they're like, "No, I never watch a film once it's done." You know, um, and I was like, "Why not? Like, wouldn't you want to see? Like, if you turn on the TV and it's like, oh, here's my movie, wouldn't you like watch a bit?" Uh, but yeah, now it feels like, like you see it so many times over and over again that I, I know this movie by heart, yeah. like every sound, every cut, everything. So there's like no point in me <laughs> watching it afterwards. And also I only see everything I hate, like, oh, we should have done that differently. And that, <laughs> this didn't turn out good. And... I've seen it maybe like, I've seen it more than 10 times. Yeah. It's probably 20 times, yeah. yeah. But I still have a few points in the movie where I get affected. Like, the same amount of affected as I was the first time I saw it. And I think that's a testament to be to it being good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's weird to see as well, because it's... A lot of things just change so much from what you originally thought yeah. <laughs> things were going to be. Yeah. Um, not necessarily for the worst, but certainly different. Yeah. Like originally, the big change that happened was that uh, Diana wasn't orig originally a ghost. It was more about her just being a, a sort of manifestation of depression, really. Uh, depression and, and grief. So, and, and they did, in the my initial treatment, they did call her, call her a demon, but she wasn't really a demon. She was just this sort of presence that's always been around and, and tormented people um and that was you know when i first met james wan he was like you know diana should be a ghost someone who sophie knew in her past to make more of an emotional connection which i was you know i thought sounded good but at the same time i didn't want to change the whole structure that i come up with so we tried to sort of frankenstein together this version of both of our ideas which doesn't always didn't always work great perhaps but yeah. uh no but, but just that some yeah, some of it doesn't really yeah. make sense no. like like why would a ghost 
go away for several years and then come back. I mean, yeah. we have reasons for it, but there were those things we had to sort of figure out. Like, okay, so how do we mesh these yeah. two ideas and, and make them work? Yeah, um, and people ask about it as well, but I don't think it's it would be good to point it out too much in the movie because then it would be just yeah. too it, much it, of an explanation. It was funny as well because, you know, you do test screenings and then you have focus groups after. And the two things that we learned from our initial test screening was that they hated the original ending, which I'll talk about later, mm -hmm. and they wanted more backstory. So we, you know, we shot some extra stuff, some of the, you know, that you'll see later on, and, and just added more backstory to By it. By the way, do you see the mattress on the floor, people watching this? <laughs> Did <laughs> yeah. you notice it? That's where Diana sleeps. That, and that, yeah. The, the, a lot the, of things got cut in this scene, so it's not, you don't really focus on that anymore but that is the point of that mattress on the floor yeah that, that's sort of sophie's been sort of decorating this room or you know giving diana a room up here to well, stay if she's a ghost she doesn't really sleep though <laughs> no but yeah a little but home yeah maria wants or not maria in this case <laughs> yeah sophie and it's funny because all of the photos in this movie were just green screens when we shot them. Like, this was a green screen because we didn't know what, what that was going to look like. And also all the family photos you saw in the beginning of the film, they were just green screen because people hadn't been cast yet. We didn't know that it was going to be Maria Bello or Billy Burke. And so all of those shots you saw in the beginning were photoshops that I had to, <laughs> that I did myself, you know, when, when uh, Rebecca and Martin out by a tree. And uh, yeah. That, that was a weird way of making movies. Like, this is so dumb. Why is this a VFX shop when you could just have, you know, as long as you have people, you can just. Yeah, but shoot those it. photos were there, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and this is my voice on the tape recorder. Yeah. Don't yeah, my accent coach thought you were this awesome voice actor. <laughs> yeah. Here no, I'm trying oh. to learn an American accent. It just happens for you. Yeah. <laughs> All of these photos she's looking at was uh, were uh, taken by a production designer, Jennifer Spence, because I, I didn't have time during prep. But she did an awesome job. Yeah. Like, she got all these extras, you know, standing around in their underwear. And <laughs> and, and she shot uh, the, the chair where uh, Diana disappeared. That's uh, coffee, coffee grounds. grounds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one. But... You know, while we were shooting the film, we still had, we didn't really have the backstory all figured out, which also was one of those things like, fuck, why, this is a weird way of making movies. Why didn't we figure this out before? So when we shot this scene, we didn't know what was going to be on the tape recorder. We just shot a whole bunch of footage of Teresa just looking at different images. So there were a lot of different images she looked at. And then in the edit, we sort of figured out what was going to be on the tape and, and you know, yeah. what the backstory actually was. Yeah. And that was a lot due to the fact that the story changed from being a, a more demonic presence that didn't need any backstory in that sense. Yeah. And if it's, if it is a ghost connected to somebody, it needs a story more. Yeah. Yeah. And this, uh, this was James, James's idea, actually, this scene with uh, Diana on the roof cause, or ceiling. Because um, originally it was just something really simple. Like she, I don't even remember what the script was, but it was really simple. Like she was just going for a light switch and something pulled her back. Or, uh, But James was like, you know, we need something bigger. And 
what because it, wasn't this didn't you cut something or how was it no no now i know yeah you needed yeah. something bigger but then yeah oh sorry just forget what i'm yeah, saying yeah. i don't really know what i'm saying uh, no so this was something we added and uh but it was so cool because this is a guy's house like the, the, and the, this house is you know they also shot the ouija movies here yeah uh but he he rents his house out for movie productions and he lives there with his son so they sort of live in a different part of the house where you know the crew isn't allowed um but he was so cool about yeah. making drilling holes and stuff like the stunt guys i mean you should have seen the holes they drilled through walls to, to run like cables and stuff and he he was completely yeah, but fine they, with it they put it back together they did but yeah. still it's, it's a nice old <laughs> yeah. house and yeah it is yeah yeah he was nice as well i talked to him a lot yeah originally we were just going to use this house for uh or i mean we went to look at this house just for the basement because we were looking at this other house uh, but it didn't have a basement because basements are pretty rare in California. So we went to this house to have a look at the basement. And when I saw the house, it was like, this is perfect. I like the outside is perfect inside and it has a basement. Like we don't have to fake anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at it. It looks, Super looks creepy. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we went to this house instead. Uh-huh. And it, <laughs> I've seen people online being like, was this there's so much product placement for for kettle chips for <laughs> kettle popcorn or whatever well have people mentioned that yeah and oh, weird. i like i don't know the story about that i thought that they just you know like i didn't ask for it or i didn't hear about us getting paid for it or anything yeah. i think that was just something we were allowed to use or something because there's so much about rights uh, and stuff and, and clearance so and coming up here is an example of that. Like the movie they watch is Auntie Mame from 1957 or 8. Uh, because for, you know, financial reasons, Warner Brothers was like, okay, you can use a Warner Brothers movie, but only, but it has to be from before 1960. <laughs> I, I don't even know why. So, and I was like, okay. And before I sort of, like I didn't even think about what movie it was going to be. So the line producer or someone gave me this. Here's Auntie Mame on DVD. Wasn't like, it another movie as well, or was it? Was it only that one? I think we looked at a few few scenes together, and then you found the one where they talk about light and yeah. dark. Yeah, the, no, no, it was just this movie like that I hadn't seen. So I sort of looked through it just yeah. to find an appropriate scene, and yeah, they talked about light. And and by the way, the the first image you see, or the, when you see the TV, that's not Maria or uh, or Gabriel. That's yeah, uh, Maria's doubles. stunt person <laughs> and a double for Gabriel because uh, you know that that's the hard thing about shooting with kids that you you lose them. You you only have them a certain amount of hours, and then you lose them. I mean, there's no leeway there. Like with adult actors, it's like you keep going until. You get what you need. Here's like, oh, in five minutes, you lose Gabriel. So get what you can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like this. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with the, the, the way it turned out with Diana approaching here. It's cool. And this, I think we cut down a bit because she gave yeah, a it was backstory. Longer. Yeah, yeah, it was longer before. But yeah, it was so hard. 
to to light this film because it needs to be dark (laughs) well also that i didn't want to cheat i didn't want to have any light hit diana and it was so because you so you have to find you know have to light the background and try to keep her in the dark because i didn't want to have you know you can cheat and have like a rim light on people to sort of see their silhouettes but i was like no that's cheating we're gonna do it Right, yeah. but you know, it was hard. And when you see Diana, there's a, it's always Diana. It's always the the actor playing Diana. Yeah, and this shot was actually a VFX where we took out Diana's hair because we, yeah, yeah. originally it was going to be her hair coming down into frame, <laughs> looking so kind of creepy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a guy, it was a prop guy with a wig on a stick, <laughs> just yeah. lowering it down into frame, and it looked terrible. Yeah, it looked so. And I silly. think. It's I, in I the trailer? Was it in the trailer? I think it is in the trailer, yeah. Because they the did show guys, us a trailer yeah. with the hair in it. Yeah, you try to get get them to remove it, and they were like, no, this is creepy, we want it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this this was, this was is also a VFX shot, because in that first shot of uh, the, uh, the folders, they all said Platinum Dunes on them. Because <laughs> New Line and Platinum Dunes to you know production companies studios or whatever they have these sort of in joke going on where they put references to each other's movies in them all the time so like in the purge there's references to people at new line and, and stuff like that so as a joke they wanted to put um you know to name the psychiatric the psychiatric place. hospital platinum dunes to sort of I don't know, say that those yeah. guys are crazy. But that something. wasn't the plan. For, like in the script, it said Mulberry Hill. Yes. Yeah. So it's like on the day, not only had the prop guy put Platinum Dunes all over everything, like so many, like it was like so much. 10, 10 stamps or something on it. Uh, but it was also, we'd already shot them saying Mulberry Hill. And I didn't think Platinum Dunes really sounded like good either. Yeah, yeah. So I, I painted that out myself. <laughs> just took out all of the, the references um yeah yeah but if they if they want those things they could say it a little ahead of time i think <laughs> yeah and originally i think on the blu-ray there's the longer version of this scene because yeah. originally this was all the exposition they had but they're about to enter the exposition room <laughs> because when you know when we did our additional photography we were like okay they want us to add backstory. So here we did. Originally, she just went out and came back with a box of stuff and talked a little bit more. But for the additional, now she's wearing an the ugly ass wig. wig. Yeah. Because she had, you know, cut her hair and changed color. And oh, I hate that, hated that wig. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You yeah, can't so, see anything. And, else and the thing was that when we did additional photography, we couldn't go back to that apartment. So it's like <laughs> we did. A, a, a room that we've never seen before it's like i don't know where that room even is in the apartment <laughs> but it's her little exposition room where yeah. she goes and talks backstory yeah this stuff i shot on a little black magic pocket camera myself in an abandoned hospital it was awesome it was kind of funny because i was like we did shoot more stuff on the big you know alexis and shoot it properly but i, I told the studio beforehand like just give me the actor's and, you know, a day at the hospital with my little camera and I'll, I'll get everything I need. But people were like, no, we can't do that, really. Like, you you know, you have to shoot some real stuff. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we brought everyone there and, and shot a bunch of stuff. And then this, 
I just grabbed sort of between takes, like, hey, come here, girls, and <laughs> shot a something, and that's that's what, that's what we used yeah. in the film, because that was the coolest thing. Yeah. And you didn't, it was too much backstory and too much, it would have been. There was a scene, I don't know why they, they have deleted scenes on the Blu-ray, but they didn't put that deleted scene. Yeah, in. that's sad, because those are really nice, actually. They look really great, because yeah. we saw young... Um, uh, Diana. No, yeah, young, young Diana, Sophie. too, young Sophie. They were so good. She sort of snuck out at night in the oh, hospital yeah. and went to, to Diana's room and sort of talked to her. And, yeah, uh, I kind of missed that scene, even though I know it's better without it, because it was a good scene. They were really good in it, but it wouldn't have made a good thing yeah, for the movie. Yeah, it didn't fit no. into the movie. The, the place we much. put it in was later on in the movie when uh, Sophie locks herself in the room, in her bedroom. She sort of, you know, we flash back to... I remembers. Yeah. So we did a cool transition and everything, and yeah, it looked good, but it didn't really work. No. And now the wig is off. Yeah. Yeah. Her hair looks, looks amazing there. And then the stupid wig comes and destroys everything. Oh, but, but it's the worst <laughs> at the end. Like when they're yeah. in the ambulance at the end, we had to actually VFX <laughs> make, yeah. make her but, head look smaller because that giant wig it. looked like an yeah. alien head. Yeah, but there you could fix it. It's like when she's bouncing around in the staircase and the hair is like, it's like it's a different being. <laughs> yeah. It's a different like entity. Yeah, and the funny thing was her that head. her stunt, the stunt person we had when we shot her in the house yeah. later on. She looked like her. Her hair looked exactly like like this. Yeah. Uh, so we actually tried shooting some stuff with the stunt person from behind just because it looked so much better. But uh, it didn't really work, to, work out because she needed to turn around. And, yeah. yeah. And this... I've never been a fan of this scene where she's sort of under the bed. Like... It was this thing where we, we like needed it. to put something here, yeah. but it doesn't really make sense that she's knocking on doors and then she's under the bed and then she just disappears for no reason. Like it, uh... I don't care. I like this. Okay. I, I'm. This is one of the scenes where I'm where I get like affected. I I always get very scared when when she pulls her under him under. Yeah. So there we have our, our stunt coordinator <gasps> just pulling him down there and <laughs> pulling yeah. him under. Yeah, and I like this when when she get her get him out there. Yeah. yeah. It feels like a good moment. Yeah, but it kinda yeah. doesn't make sense like so is she gone now or is she still there? Yeah, like, yeah, and that they're not they're not safe anywhere. Yeah, that's why we need yeah. the scene to show that okay, we're they're not actually safe anywhere. They have to deal yeah. with this problem. Oh, I love this scene so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the most awkward dinner party ever. Yeah, and I like uh, Gabriel. Here yeah, the pizza, pizza slice. And, yeah. And when, when he drops it. Yeah, it's the best. That sound effect. And I, I, I like shooting this. Like when they yeah. get up and yell at each other. We shot that, you know, with <laughs> two cameras and, and handheld. So looking at the monitors, this handheld argument at the dinner table is like, oh, it looks like <laughs> like a Lars von Trier film or something, you know, yeah. with these actors arguing. Um, yeah, and they're really good here as well. 
Yeah, they were just pointing at a piece of green paper. But for the temp, uh, the temp version of the film, I actually put a Mark Jacobs ad in there because I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I googled image image search for like creepy girls, and there was this Mark Jacobs. Yeah, and with creepy skinny girls as well. Like, the, yeah, of <laughs> yeah. course. If so. you want to find a very very skinny person, go for the fashion ads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like how she says that could be fake. You sound crazy. Because it's like she's turning it around. Yeah, like crazy people do. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And I like Brett here as well. He's like, oh, he's trying to be like the sane person here. Yeah, responsible Brett. Yeah, the responsible guy. Yeah. I love her. So, I mean, look at her face here. Like, yeah. she looks just... Defensive, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're great. And Gabriel was fun to find. We had all these auditions yeah. for, for young kids. And it was so hard to judge because they... When they came in and read their lines, they all sounded like... They sound kind of like a, like you expect like a Disney Channel movie or show or something where it didn't feel real. Like no, it felt, felt like they had prepared too much for it. Yeah, so so I, I started doing these things where I improvise with them. Like I, I didn't have them reading off of anything. Like I gave them a task. Like okay, you have to take this pen from me. Like I've stolen this from you. Convince me to give you back the pen. And Gabriel was the only one who was, like, attacking me, like... He was climbing all over Yeah, and yeah. fighting me. Like, I was sore the day after from him sort of hitting me. And, like, he was totally fearless. So it was yeah. like... It, it was no contest. It was like, yeah, that that's the kid yeah. you want. Didn't the producer say something, like... Or the New Lions say something about it, like, well, they keep don't making... terrorize the kids next time. <laughs> yeah, they keep making fun of me, because, yeah. you know, they saw the videos of that, like, uh, me torturing kids, <laughs> like, just being a complete asshole to them. But, but it's like, I had to push them to see yeah. what they could do. And also, you could see the kids love that thing, because then it's improvising, and then it's, like, letting go and and being, like, playful. Yeah. Yeah, Gabriel yeah, loved sorry. that. Tiny montage, and there's yeah. uh, her lights doing out. your lights out yeah. thing from the short. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we had also doing the additional photography. We like we wanted to establish the the wind up flashlight that makes an appearance later on. Well, the wig, but the wig, the yeah, wig looked so terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love this room. Our production designer, like Jennifer Spence, awesome. is awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, she... I <laughs> would have wanted that room when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. And of course, since Warner Brothers owns DC, yeah. we were allowed to use DC comic stuff, which is why he's like a Batman fan and has like <laughs> Justice League on there. And yeah, and a little Aquaman, which James is now directing. Yeah. Yeah, so it could be also be a good thing. Saving money, I mean. Yeah. And uh, here, a lot of people, when she walks away from the door, a lot of people 
have sort of reacted. Like, I think they see something change, some sort of reflection on the glass, but there's nothing in there. Isn't there? Because I, I see that too. Hmm. Yeah. The, I see like something moving. Yeah. I think. It, it could actually be like a shadow, a, a boom reflection or something. I don't know. It could be, or if it's just her shadow or something. But, yeah. I love it how he's making the bed here, like with the pillows. <laughs> yeah. Good old Brett. Yeah. <laughs> I like this scene between these two. It's kind of nice. I it's mean, a they nice have, scene. They yeah. have chemistry. And yeah, they do. Yeah, it feels like a real moment, like a real calm moment. And I like that. That's also one of the scenes that I always, it makes me smile a little bit. Yeah. Because you don't need a lot of romance in the movie like this, but it's nice to have this just like, a low connection. Moment. Yeah. It doesn't mean it, it doesn't have to be romance. It just has yeah, to be you don't some need a connection. Sex scene or no, anything. that's just silly. Yeah. You need the connection between people. Yeah. And this is, and now we're soon we're about to go into, you know, all hell breaking loose. Yeah. This is a short movie. This is like the, I read that this is the, was the shortest, shortest movie. released movie in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Yes. Yeah. You need quick. a price for that, I think. Uh, it, and it was great, you know, since you have to watch it a hundred times yeah. as a director, it's like, Oh, good. This scene is soon going to be over. This is soon going to be over, and like the, yeah. <laughs> the movie's done. Yeah, yeah. Right now, um, you know, I just made Annabelle two, which is a bit longer than this, and you can kind of feel it when you have to watch it over and oh, over I again. I don't feel it. No, but you've only I've watched it with it, an yeah. audience, yeah, and then it's it's great. True. But when you're sitting there by yourself, yeah, just I like, oh, okay, yeah. come on, come on, come on. I like this reaction from him as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the first scene where Maria and... No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Been... Where Maria and Teresa saw each other the first time. And that was such a great moment. Because I think the whole team was a bit, like, nervous. This is a very important scene. Will this work out? Will the actors handle this moment? Um, and they had just they had just met. They had just, like, shook hands and said hi. And then they're... And... They're going to do this scene together. The same with me. Like the yeah. first time I met Maria was five yeah. minutes before like this scene. It's like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And yeah. action. Yeah. And it was like scary because this is a pivotal moment in the movie. You need to believe her and you need to believe their connection. And it's so good. And it was good from the first take. And I remember I was standing outside um, and I saw everybody and it, it, like everybody just made this sound like oh okay this is this is going to get really good yeah yeah i mean again i was very lucky with these yeah. actors yeah. and that it didn't take a lot of direction it was like like you know action and then we they do their thing and like maybe i'd have a couple of notes or or they you know sometimes yeah. they would nail it after like you, you do two takes and like oh that's, that's awesome yeah yeah, but even even Teresa here, she was so happy because it is hard to act if you don't get anything from the other person you act yeah. with. And she was getting so much here. Yeah. Oh, it's a scary scene. I love it. Yeah, it's it's cool. Her seeing the note. Yeah, it was hard because we needed her 
when you need Sophie going from, you know, someone you kind of hate, someone who seems actually evil yeah. to someone you sympathize with. Yeah. But uh, I, I think that... That scene does a lot of that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and all the pills are gone. Yeah. And the American pill boxes here, it's, yeah. Yeah, I'd never seen those no. before. They are impossible to open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you can imagine just move, suddenly moving to a new country is, yeah. is one thing, but then suddenly moving to a new country and you have to Be do this boss. thing you've yeah. never done before. And yeah. Like, and uh, I had very, I mean, the only person I'd really directed before was you. Yeah. And so, I tell you when I'm not happy or when I don't think, when I don't believe anything or like I challenge you a lot, but here it's not like that. Yeah. I like stuff like this when it's just one take or, I mean, one single unbroken shot. Yeah. You have to do that sometimes in this movie because of time. time yeah. But it, it, it it's, it's nice, nice as well yeah. to not constantly have a bunch of coverage. And, yeah. yeah, and it's nice. Like, this shows so much at the same time. Yeah. It's like, it's like what I love with theater that you could show things happening all over there. The scene all over the screen. Yeah. And the light's about to go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we shot just a bunch of exteriors of the house, like on a crane and on a track, just going back and forth, forth uh, shooting it in the day, in the night, with lights on, with lights off, just so just so we had a bunch of exteriors whenever we, we needed them. And this is, was another shot that was just had to be Here taken down so much in, in the DI because it was so bright. And I still think it's a little too bright. But, yeah, but, but it, we, it was good that we, we found this particular flashlight yeah. that actually illuminates. Like I wanted to wind up flashlight, but this one also illuminates her face. Yeah. It doesn't just uh, point forward. No, it just, it's it, the entire thing lights up. Yeah. And originally, yeah, we had, we wanted to shoot like this uh, shot of the whole neighborhood losing power, but yeah, I guess you don't really need it because it's we're just in this house anyway. Yeah, and they couldn't get, they couldn't close. Oh, the couldn't street. afford it. Yeah, they couldn't close the street, so they couldn't yeah. get the crane as far back as needed. Yeah, I like this one. I like this scene a lot. Yeah, and it's it's funny because. Uh, soon here when the light goes out for a bit when we shot it it never actually the flashlight didn't go completely out it just sort of started fading and mm -hmm. she sort of started uh recharging it yeah. like this uh yeah come up so this Bam. here yeah. so what we did in the edit we just faded it to black and then had a, a a few seconds of black yeah and didn't it like on the first test screening it was a black for a while but people like that or you like that so you added even more black it, you just yeah, stretched it's it out it's funny because yeah. when people see that they go like oh yeah it's perfect and it's just fading to black yeah and it gets a huge reaction but so. it is that it's black so long and now you've established that thought that the dark is dangerous yeah i like martin here as well yeah <clears throat> Oh. And that's nice also with, like, this isn't, there's not really effect. There's a guy standing there outside. 
blowing on blowing on it. Yeah, like yeah. he's fanning a paper, I think. Yeah, and uh, yeah, in the background there is Kara uh, or Stand-in, who's the the extra Diana. <laughs> this was another James idea to to sort of have two Dianas. Like, James is sort of big on on having long on broken shots with scary things in them, which is cool. <laughs> but it was oh, it's always a bitch to get this right. We did like nineteen takes or something. Yeah. And, and you did cut a little bit in it, right? Because it didn't... Uh, well, yeah, we, there's a cut here. Yeah. Um, but oh, still... Oh, this is nice. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, we did like 19 takes. And none, none of them got really perfect, but good enough. Yeah, you're a perfectionist. And this next shot here, his POV, this shot is uh, CGI. Done uh, by you. Yes. Because we never... You can see that in a YouTube video. Yeah, on youtube.com slash pony smasher yes um, go subscribe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no because uh, we never got that POV and uh, even when we were like doing additional photography that was like a low priority thing so I, I made made that shot like I had a still from a different angle so I projected that that was Kara again by the way because for some reason we didn't have our, our Alicia who played Diana there that day so I had to sort of project these textures on some 3D geometry and sort of change the camera angle and do a lot of painting. And here comes Brett. Yeah. Nice and and whenever people sort of uh, shine flashlight past the camera like that, there's a guy standing there with a big white board to sort of bounce the light back <laughs> at his face, which you can kind of see sometimes because they angle the flashlight in a certain way and they just light up. Oh, I like this as well. Yeah, this is one of those, there was a, you know, early on, before I even wrote the sort of treatment for the film, um, I wrote a list of just things I wanted to do, like the, the car headlight thing that's coming up and the gunfire and the <laughs> phone stuff. And Yeah, this yeah. always get a nice reaction. Yeah. This is so nice because when you see this with an audience, this gets a really good reaction and you can almost kind of anticipate how they will react to this next thing by listening to that first reaction with a phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the car headlights always yeah, get the It gets even one. more, but if they react a lot to this one, it's going to get even bigger soon. This is definitely a movie that's that was like made to see with an audience. Yeah. Because that, yeah, that's the way wonderful. it's it's best, really. Oh, this is so good. Yeah, run Brad, run. <laughs> Bleep, bleep. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny that that's the thing that I think people I hope people understand that some people don't they are, they have written we've seen things online like it's like it's funny but it's not meant to be well it is meant to yeah, be it is meant to be funny meant to be. yeah it is definitely <laughs> I meant to love be funny. like Martin's like is he going away <laughs> like he just hears the car yeah. but no no of course no, not. He's... You would never do that. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. And it, it was funny because, you know, when, when you're shooting this movie, uh, or when you're shooting a movie, at the same time, you know, every day the editor gets the previous day's footage and starts cutting it together. So once you're done shooting, you, you, you get to see a rough cut of, of the film. And I came in, you know, 
sat down and watched the very first sort of assembly cut of this movie, and I hated it. Yeah. I thought it was the worst piece of shit ever. I mean, it was just so... I was like, oh, you know, maybe you can cut a cool trailer for it. And which is funny because the first trailer they didn't like at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was just so much I didn't like. And, yeah. and, and, and the weird thing as well, this, you know, when you're on the set shooting, you know, you see things on the monitor and you can play them back. And, and it felt like, like, oh, this doesn't look or feel, feels and look, looks kind of cheesy and not really great but i was like well this is hollywood you know so in post they'll add some sort of filter or do something to to all these shots that i don't like uh but then in, in the edit you're like oh it's it's still it's still bad <laughs> but but then you know you work on it you yeah. you cut out all the things you hate you do a lot yeah, of tricks that, like, you add yeah. new sounds and but you also need to learn like <laughs> you will always feel like that yeah. at the first time and it will always feel better after a while like yeah that's and, and how that, you that's... are and for me it's like when you say those things to me like when you say it's so crap i'm never going to make movies again it's like i have to kind of like okay okay sure david sure, sure. <laughs> that's yeah this, this scene is all adr by the way because that furnace was noisy as hell because there's like a gas flame in there yeah. So, yeah, all the, their voices are added in post. But, uh, I mean, yeah, that's something I hear happens all the time. Like, I yeah. heard that, you know, Ben Affleck, when he saw the first cut of Argo, he's yeah. like, my career's over. I'm never going to make movies. he won an Oscar, you yeah. know. Um, so. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. it's a lot of things happening with the movie. Afterwards, you add so much stuff to it, like so much sound. And, and, and a lot of it is what you take out of the film. Really. Yeah, like yeah. You take out well, you all cut it, you, yeah. you hate. Yeah. Yeah, and, and even like the editor can do so many they they can do such clever things as well. Now this the hand coming appearing here that's uh, not CGI but, so the light she's holding is like a Kino Flow super blue tube like it's a light you use to light blue screens with because we couldn't use actual so so the hand appears by using big UV lights uh, behind her, like a, there's a guy just aiming it towards the door. But w like we did tests if we could have real UV light and only that, but you can't because <laughs> it's just, you can't see anything. No. Um, so we had to, to fake it like this. And, you know, in here, when, when we see the, the writing on the wall, you know, behind the sort of shelving or whatever that is, there's a whole bunch of giant uv lights to make that register that they i sort didn't of... know that actually yeah and, and the funny thing was i don't think you were maybe you weren't in there but when you had all those uv lights on it sort of hurt your eyes it did yeah it I was think I, wasn't i there playing with that light i don't know uh well not those giant ones that we no. had to the left here behind no. the, the rack oh I there love this. yeah because and, and the thing was that when you had actual UV lights, you know, people look crazy. Like yeah. their teeth are shiny. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing I was that, that that on Diana, uh, you know, you could see Alicia's underwear <laughs> through the suit. Yeah. When she was in, in really strong UV light. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. It, it was like <laughs> certain certain things would show that you didn't want seen. Yeah. Um, and this is a shot I did. You CGI, yeah. yeah. Um, because we wanted, 
you know, a lot of these close-ups of, of things she's reading, uh, like this, this uh, CGI shot I, I did in post, because we... You can, there's a video on YouTube slash bonus match again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, no, so, because, you know, or we just told our production designer, just write a bunch of craziness, you know, gave a, a list of some things to, to write. But then in post, we wanted to, to say specific things. Uh, so we changed that. And oh, the, the mannequins, another yeah. legal, you know, clearance thing, but that worked out for the best. Yeah, is that, it did. You know, we weren't allowed to show these mannequins as they were, just regular mannequins because of rights somehow. So we had to ruin them and wrap them in plastic to cover them up, which just made them look creepier. Yeah. And it looks like how, how Bill Burke's face looked in the, in the beginning. Yeah. That's how she kills yeah and here's diana i wanted that sense of like oh shit like it's gonna be diana isn't it yeah and yep yeah you can play with that even if people know what's happening it's scary or just because you know yeah and here she comes yeah and like... this is the first time we see her pretty much the only time yeah i mean except for that very last end yeah. shot Uh, exposition. Yes. <laughs> you need to know. Yeah. Well, this is cool as well, I think. Yeah. Another CGI, CGI shot because we, we tried, the FX guys had a, a rig that would drop like a wet towel onto the fire and it just looked lame. It was just a little, yeah. yeah. So I had to make it look cooler. It's so crazy to even think that it was two years now since we came here and there's this movie. And another movie. And another movie <laughs> yeah, on the way. A lot has happened. A lot has happened, yeah. I've been, yeah. And here comes the cavalry. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty so. <laughs> and of course they don't listen. No. Now they're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we get sucked into it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this is my favorite part. Like, we yeah. we just entered real six. Uh, but, yeah, real five and six of the movie is, like, my favorite part. When yeah. it gets all action you know, shooting mm -hmm. at Diana and yeah. killing people. Oh, he had so many problems with these flashlights. You can see yeah. it a little bit here because these are LED flashlights. For some reason, if you kept them on for a little too long, they started flickering. So you had to keep turning them off and on. And yeah, <laughs> I love that in this movie, you can just uh, knock off a handle and that'll open the door for you. <laughs> because yeah. I mean, the cops do it and then she does it. But I love this cut here. Yeah, it's nice. American handles. Yeah. Doorknobs. And Kadoosh. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. And he's about to get grabbed. Yeah. And this was one thing like <laughs> James was like, so he's pointing the flashlight at her and yet he can, she can pull him away. It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I probably should have. I mean, it would have been better to have him point his back towards her. Yeah. But yeah, I love that. That is cool. Shoot. Yeah. And that was cool to shoot as well. Yeah. Like having a gun with blanks in him and. Yeah. And this is nice. She's yelling Andrews now, but it was supposed <laughs> to be Andrew. Yeah. So the guy was. Yeah, the guy was supposed to be called Andrew Form. Yeah. Um, but one of the producers was like, well, when he when she's saying the first not, name, it almost seems like they have a relationship or like, <laughs> like they're too close almost. Yeah. So it's like, uh, all right, we'll change it to Andrews. Andrews like yeah. it's his last name. Yeah. So now I think his name in the credit is like Brian Andrews or something like that. Yeah. And I read a review of the film. Where someone was like, oh, it's cool that they have a reference to Brian Andrews, who's like an, <laughs> an actor in one of the Halloween movies or something. It's like, that yeah, was not sure. the plan, yeah. And yeah, here's wig, wig stuff again. Because originally... This is my hate part with the wig. This yeah. is where I think it's the So, worst. I mean, originally, because we cut out the, the, the original ending where she came back again, we needed... A little extra something here in the house. We wanted her to go back for her mom to, yeah, to have her be more bit. active. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, yeah, she just tried to run away, and but Diana got her, and then she got away. Like we, we, she had to do something a little yeah, because, heroic yeah, or something. She says they're fighters, so yeah. they need to fight. Oh, I hate well, wait, this they don't say that. Like, yeah, they say, yeah they do it in the basement. Uh, Are we gonna die? No. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they do say it. In Did the you direct too. this movie? Or no. <laughs> Well, I didn't write the script. Eric Heiser did. <laughs> yes, Eric he Heiser did. just got nominated for an Oscar for Go uh, Eric Arrival. Heiser. He's yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, and this he is, comes um, to work. Yeah, and this is not Alicia. Because Alicia couldn't come back for these additional photographies. So, uh, so we had to use another stunt woman. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I was there that day, so I must have known that. And it was, uh, it, it, I hate that how she conveniently drops the the light thing that way. <laughs> yeah. But but it was to fit it in with the footage we already had. Yeah. Like this is this now is original footage. Any, yeah. Her hair looks nice. <laughs> yeah. So the light had to end up downstairs, but we want her to go upstairs, so she had to drop it like that. Yeah, I think it's okay. <sighs> yeah. Here's the moment. And by the way, the voice of Diana is the. Ava Cantrell, the little uh, who plays young Diana in the flashbacks. Uh, what we did was we used her voice and Maria Bell's voice and sort of meshed them together a lot. Yeah, nice. To have, yeah. Oh, this always it's it affects me so much. Yeah. <sighs> and the one big CGI shot yeah. in the movie. And this reaction by Teresa is what it's makes it amazing. so amazing. Oh, it hurts so much. Yeah, and oh, I, I love... Uh, that wailing she does. Yeah, and I also love Gabriel's face when yeah. we cut outside here and he just looks completely oh, destroyed. It's awful. It's awful. And this was one of the things that the MPAA complained about as well because they thought she was like in a pool of blood or something. No, she's Like not. here, I think. Yeah. But it's just that the movie's dark. Like We had to tell them that, no, there's there's no blood there. Yeah, and this thing is cool looking as well. Yeah, a lot of police cars. Yeah, and one take. And, and uh, yeah, uh, so this is original footage. Yeah, nice hair. And wig. Bad hair. But here, 
here this is a vfx shot all these shots are where they made the wig look a little bit more like her actual hair and like it's the double yeah it's her head was huge she looked like a, an alien yeah she did it was it was really laughable yeah yeah so. we're just ruining this movie for people watching <laughs> no <laughs> yeah no so originally the the ending which you can see on the, the blu-ray uh, you know, it continued after this. They come home from the funeral of, of Sophie and they, they've now adopted or are sort of like foster parents or whatever you call it for, for Martin. So they're like a new family now. Uh, but then um, Diana comes back and they... Uh, for for Martin. Yeah, he sort of... She's gotten in through Martin because he's so depressed yeah. of, about his mother And that dying. was a big thing that changed when the ending ending was cut. Like... In the extra ending, it isn't it isn't a good ending. So I'm glad you cut it. But that feeling of it, this affects them so much. Sophie's yeah. suicide affects them so much, and it's it's gonna be a a tough life for them. And you could see that a little bit in the in the extra scenes. Yeah, I think. But um, yeah, it was funny when we we had the first test screening, and. You know, it, it was a great crowd. Yeah. Like watching the movie, they, they laughed, they jumped. It was they, amazing, yeah. It was so great. And then we got the test scores back, and they weren't that great. They were good, but they weren't, like, that good, as good as it felt. It, yeah, it didn't match what we felt in the theater. Yeah. So then we read all the cards, and people just hated that ending. Like, people yeah, had written it. across... Yeah, mm-hmm. like, get ri- get rid of the second ending. Yeah. So, what we did was we just cut that out, just ended the movie where it ends now, did another test screening, and the scores went up something insane, like 30 points or something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was insane. It was really... It went from a, this is a good movie to this is, a, it, this is an amazing movie. Yeah. And all we did was cut the ending. Yeah, so that shows how important it is with an ending to <laughs> yeah, not sort of yeah. overstay your, yeah. your welcome. But I can understand. Like, if, if she kills herself for her kids, even if it is, it's not supposed to be like a solution, but if she actually kills herself for her kids then it shouldn't be in vain, right? <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah, that, that's, that's what the audience was yeah. feeling, that... She killed herself in vain. And, of course, that this ending now has gotten some backlash from some people. that It's like, hey, are you saying suicide is the solution? And absolutely not. Like, oh, no. Yeah. No. I mean, that's their lives are forever changed. Yeah. Like, and it's going to affect them so much. Like, yeah. It was just a miserable. And I, that's that, that's a thing I feel as well. This is not a this is not a happy ending. Why no. do people feel like it's a happy ending, that we're saying it's a happy ending? No, it's a very, very tragic ending to a movie. And movies can be tragic. It's okay. That's my name! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> oh, it always makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but right now it's uh, February 2017. I mm-hmm. just, you know, I finished uh, Annabelle 2. Yeah. And it was, you know, when we were in post on this, you know, new line came to me. They were very happy with the film and asked me if I wanted to direct Hannibal 2, which is like, all right, let's do it. I'm ready to go again. <laughs> um, but it was so much easier. Yeah, the second time. So yeah. much more relaxed. Like, I didn't have all that pressure of, no. uh, 
of like, oh, this is my one shot, you know? Yeah. I remember being a bit scared, like thinking, is this going to affect him the same way? But then you, it just didn't. And that was such a nice feeling of like seeing you enjoy it more and more. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and for Annabelle too, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to pre prepare as insanely as I did for, for Lights <laughs> Out. Like, I'm not going to make shot lists or, or storyboard everything, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to, because it's all going to change anyway. I'm just going to go there and figure it out on set. And it actually worked out pretty nice. Yeah, and it's also like you knew you knew that people expected you to say what you want and that you could say how you wanted it to be. And you, you didn't have to to be perfectly nice all the time you could you could say what you want yeah and they would listen to it yeah, and they I, did yeah. yeah and maybe they also listened to it because lights out went so often <laughs> so they knew they knew they, they could trust your instincts yeah but it's also like now i knew that like on lights out it was like if we now or never if we didn't make you know all our scenes in one day it was like oh fuck what's what are we going to do now yeah. Now I knew that, well, you can pick it up later or like it's, well, it's not the end of the days, world. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah they can... added two days on Lights Out and yeah, two I days didn't, on Animal I didn't two. know yeah. that was a possibility on yeah. Lights Out. But then they were like, you know, we're going to add two more days. And it's like, yeah. we can do that? Yeah. Yeah, you know more and uh, yeah. It gets easier and easier. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in Animal 2 as well. I have a part in the end and I, it doesn't sound, I don't sound as swinglish as I did in Lights Out. And no, you've gotten better. Yeah. I think I sound more Swedish now when I hear myself talk on this. You do? A little bit. Maybe you, you're affected by me. I don't know. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, uh, it was fun. That went fast. Our very first ever. Yeah, well, it's the shortest movie shortest of 2016. Movie to this, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Why I was kind of surprised because I was hoping to do a, a commentary yeah. track and have extras and, and stuff on the DVD and Blu-ray. I don't know what happened there really, but like I read online that oh yeah, Lights Out is coming out on Blu-ray. Like like oh these are yeah. there's deleted scenes on it. And like yeah. oh there is. But I'm kind of happy because I don't I don't think I would be in it if the marketing people like that was another thing. Like we had to fight for me to be in the trailer and things like that. So I don't think. I don't think they would have wanted me in the, in the commentary but track. I, but I would have. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But now we have... Now we have this. An unofficial commentary track, so yeah. that's, that's something. Yeah. All right. And it was fun. I hope you liked it. Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's free. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, no complaints. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye.